0: We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
1: This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Yoga! Woo! Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio.
2: Yes, where each week we share stories about how stepping up boldly always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. Yes, it does. How could I almost forget that's what we talk about? I know. I'm Daryl. I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland. Ooh. You know what, Ed? What? It's time
3: for a vacation. That's correct. It's time for a vacation with Matthew Pazzarelli. Treat yourself to a vacation from complaining. Ooh. Rather than cursing is that what is not to our liking, let's relish what is. On today's episode, Daryl and Ed remind listeners that every thought is a prayer. What we think and speak about we bring about. So how about it? Aren't you ready for a good time? Cruise director Matthew Pazzarelli gets the party started with today's daily word which is
2: blessed. Wow. Let's read this reading real quick from Abraham. Which oh yeah, the- this is this this Esther really Esther Hicks kicks this this really good this is real good food for thought. Yes.
3: So uh, Esther Hicks says, most people do not realize that as they continue to find things to complain about They disallow their own physical well-being. Many do not realize that before they were complaining about an aching body or a chronic disease, they were complaining about many other things first. It does not matter if the object of your complaint is about someone you are angry with, behavior in others that you believe is wrong, or something wrong with your own physical body. Complaining is complaining, and it disallows improvement. Well, and
2: that goes, as you guys like to say, dovetails... Perfectly into our three breaths. Because as, as long I've been practicing this since Saturday, which is I'm committing myself, I'm committed to be on a vacation from complaining. And uh, you'll catch yourself, folks. But the good news is as my mind starts to go into complaining, I go, No, I'm on a because now I have like something to, to a tool. Yes, no, I'm on vacation from complaining. It's amazing how quickly the complaining stops.
3: That's right. And
2: going along with what um, Esther Hicks says here, the good news is as long as we don't engage in complaining, God flows freely in our lives. And that's why the three breaths are so good. Because when we don't complain, as long as I disengage my brain from complaining I wanted to come up with a rhyme, but I can't think yeah. of any.
3: Well, we have one in the breast. That's the but good news.
2: God, yeah. But all of a sudden, boom! I'm back all in the flow. All of our good starts to rain
3: yeah. down through the flow of life starts yeah. to come back through us. Because it's so tempting when we first see something that we uh, that doesn't, you know, rub us the right way. It's that's okay. You recognize it, but the trap is to keep complaining about it. Because another thing Abraham and Esther, extra Hicks and Abraham always talk about is like. Are we focused in the direction of what we want or the absence of what we want? And when we're complaining, subtly, if we get stuck there, we're reinforcing the absence of what we want instead of focusing and getting our mind in the flow of what we do want.
2: Yes. Yes. Let's let's take a breath. Let's do the breaths because that's perfect. I was going to say something else, but these breaths say it all, folks. All right. Let's breathe in. Ah. When I don't complain, God makes it rain. Ah. When I don't complain, God makes it rain. Ah. When I don't don't complain, God makes it rain.
3: My goodness, this is so great because we have a fan and our fan, our friend, our friend of the show, fellow pr- practitioner of these beliefs and principles, Sienna Ollier said, "Wow, Daryl on
2: vacation from complaining. If he can do it, we can too." <laughs> That's right. It's it's been a long. Uh... It's been a long time coming for me to take this to really commit to this vacation, but I'm telling you, I'm enjoying this cruise. There's something about the East Coast where
3: complaining, enjoying, getting the joy, squeezing all every last drop of complaining juice out <laughs> of that It's <laughs> like, a, you know. There's like the West Coast. It's almost like I'm afraid to even admit that I don't like something. Well, they, yeah, and they packing the must pack it, and, but we just keep on complaining. The East Coast, it's like, like easy to go the other way. It's, it's like just, chewing on a rib. It's like you know, and it's like. This is the thing. When our thoughts have a lot of momentum and they're moving fast, there's something that does feel good about just chewing on that rib. Yeah. But it doesn't get us where we want to go. And eventually, for guys like us, it wakes us up in the middle of the night. or when we wake up in the morning, and our head is full of dread right when we get out of bed. That's why we recommend a morning routine yes. also of um, inspired reading, uh, um, some meditation. yes. Uh, and uh, then some affirmative prayer writing down your daily to-do list in an inspired fashion imagining your day affirming some truth about yourself
2: oh my god and yes.
3: about life um, and uh, when we do that it's a great way to start the day and it's a great way to get off of the complaining train you have something you wanted to share from your morning uh, uh, well you know I was morning? gonna
2: I was gonna share something I was gonna run out of the room again and grab a book yeah called um, The power, the prospering uh, power of love and goodwill by Catherine Ponder. But I could paraphrase it here. It goes along with what we always try to recommend. Yeah. And and I, if you ever get a hunch, don't never argue with a hunch, even if it's to grab a book you haven't looked at in a while, because the other day that book was just sitting around and I have all these other books I read in the morning and someone said, oh, grab that one. I go, "Eh, I don't need to grab that one.
1: And I said, nope,
2: don't argue with a hunch. I grab right. it, I open it, and it talks about taking the time in the morning to recast anything in your day right. that you are um you, you have some you know complaints about because yes. you're really you know when we're complaining. We we get this false sense of we're bigger than the problem because we're complaining about it. But what we're really affirming is our smallness Yes. because I'm saying that this is frightening to me and I believe that this has power over me that's what I'm really affirming when I'm yeah. complaining yeah. but the false yeah. sense is that's p- right you get up I think I, yeah like I'm bigger than the problem that's the that is the big uh I want to say the big evil trick that's right when we complain because the yes. false feeling is yeah, bro, this is crap. You're right, You man. know what it is? It's bigger than it, but I'm really affirming yeah. I'm smaller. I'll tell you a really quick example
3: of exactly what you're saying, which was like this show really helped me with this week was I started getting back into complaining about school and pointing the finger about all the, the that's wrong with public education, this and that. and the, you know like Kind of like you said, making myself bigger than it. But on the other side, we always say this, on the other side, when there's one part of us that thinks we're better than, there's always a secret other part that thinks we're worse. And so I had a meeting that involved all the people from the district. You know, it's normally in special education to have these IEP meetings. But the thing what does was- does that mean? It means individualized education plan. Gotcha. I mean, so, so what happened, like the complaining only made me more anxious going toward the meeting oh, yes. because I was giving the fears more power. Yes. And it was amazing. Right before the meeting, and I, could, I literally, it kept me up for a couple of days, uh, nights or more, maybe it was like four nights. So I was on the end of my rope. So right before the meeting, I had a half an hour, um, before the meeting, after I was done zooming with the kids teaching. And I was like, man, I'm going to go to Starbucks and get a coffee. I got about a half a block away and go, I go, this coffee is not going to do anything. So I said, I had the inspired hunch, go back to my classroom, lay on the ground and napitate. As I say, like it's kind of half meditation, half napping, just affirm. So I just, so I laid on my back on the, in the air conditioning and I just started affirming, these meetings are easy. My life is easy. And, but mind you, I've been using this kind of affirmation lately, but I had just kind of gotten away from it because of my, so much chatter of old stories about things were coming up, like, like Florence Scholes says from the recesses of my imagination, my subconscious mind and, you know, like getting scared, right? So I lay there and I, like, I affirmed. These meetings are easy. I'm good at my job. And that clear. And I started blessing everyone that was going to come on the Zoom meeting. And the meeting went really well. I was literally amazed at how much different it felt. Like you said, complaining and huffing and puffing. But
2: really, all that was doing was affirming that there's something to be afraid of. You actually gave a great example of what Florence Scoville's. I'm Florence Scoville. Catherine Ponder suggests, which we suggest all the time, mm-hmm. you know, and I, we do this, but sometimes rereading it from somebody else. Yes. Reinforces it in myself. Yeah. And she says, just recast these situations yes. with love and goodwill.
0: Yes.
2: Like you said, it's ironic because on Friday was the day I said, I got to take a vacation from complaining. Yeah. And I was feeling really like oh, I felt overwhelmed with everything for no particular reason. Right. But um, and a few days earlier, the uh, the nuns, Sister Mary Leah, Mary Leah Hill. Yeah. Yeah. The Krabby Mystic. The Krabby Mystic. On Instagram, right at the Krabby Mystic. Yeah, she's
3: been a guest on our show. Sister Mary Leah Hill,
2: who we love. She's uh, the author of Complaints of the Saints. Yeah, she's more New Thought than most New Thought ministers and she's a catholic nun right so some more open-minded right Right. and really gets to the what's underneath and not afraid to admit her foibles right which is a big part of this yes so um one of the things she asked me is uh if she could use this drawing I did in 2015, I drew a little cartoon of hers, you know, oh, drinking I remember co- that with the coffee cup. Yeah, and it says, Thank God. And you think it's a goodie two shoes nun, but she's really, but it really ended it like, for coffee. You right, know what right, I mean? Right, Instead right, right. So she, so I said, Yes, you could use it. Well, a few days later, someone else from the nunnery, because this is like now they wanted to use it in all this promotional stuff,
3: right? Said, Oh,
2: we only have a low res one. Do you have a high res? Right. And I started, going, I started immediately thinking, oh, I couldn't find it on my computer. And without realizing it, the complaining's beginning. you got to watch it. Complaining is subtle, and you don't even yes. realize you're doing it. But I was complaining. Because underneath, I'm like, oh, no, where am I going to find this? Like, I'm, I'm affirming what I don't want right. in complaining. Yes. And in, an, and in an episode like this, I could see it clearly. So I couldn't find it on my computer. I go, oh, it's on my old computer, and I'm telling myself that's gonna be hard. Right. Hard to find. Right, in a way it's like cursing it. Cursing brain, it, yeah. Because I couldn't find it on the hard drive that I took all the stuff off the old right. computer. So I let it go, and I forgot about it. A few days later, I started thinking, oh, I gotta get him that thing. But I was thinking of it as a complaint. Like, right. oh, I gotta
3: get him. It was him like that. a pressure thing. Yes,
2: because I'm Obligation. complaining. Complaining adds pressure. And it always comes from thinking, i got to do this alone. Yes. It's going to be hard. Yes. yes. So uh, finally, I had enough. And I love getting to the place yes. where I'm in over my head Yeah. with the pain uh, under the weight of my own uh, self-imposed nonsense. I yes. love that, David McClure. That's what SIN stands for. Yes. Self-imposed nonsense. These pressures. I'm really separating myself right. from any higher power because I'm complaining. Even if the complaints don't seem like complaints, they're complaints. Because I'm really saying, ah, oh, I can't believe
3: it. I'm yeah, never we gonna know by
2: it. the way we feel. Yes. Cut off. So I said, How would this? I'm gonna go take a walk. I start taking a walk and I say, God, just use me. Yeah. I'm done with all this shit. <laughs> Sorry. Just I make put me to some good use. I don't right. care what it is. Right. And I'm on my hike. Now remember, I ignored those nuns, so I thought that was gonna go away. I'm right. feeling so good on my walk. Right. I get to the top. I feel relieved from all this because I just kept affirming God's going to use wow. me. Put yeah, me to good use. That. Yeah, and I'm forgetting about what I got to do or outlining or anything. Right. And sure enough, I get a, a text from the super nun, you know, the nun above Mary Leia Hill. Who wants to use, no, some other nun, Mary all right, yeah, go ahead. Kickboxer. Kim, yeah, Kim, Kim Huey or something. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> Sister Kim. So she says, oh, have you had a chance to find it? And it's I felt my, I had the choice. Complain within. You know, right. This is a text. what me. Yeah, this is going to be hard. To, you know what? I'm going to find this easily. And I felt so high yeah. that it was going to be easy. Right. I get back to my house. I open up my old computer. And I just... Type in a few little, like, none, God, or coffee. I can't remember. It was like two little words in the search. And boop, I'm going, oh, my God. This is impossible. I couldn't Then I put it on my computer, and I had some simple adjustments to bring it up to speed. And it was like, it was like magic. Yeah. I mean, when the complaint, when I take my, when I take my, when I disengage my mind or remind my mind, I am not. I'm taking a vacation from complaining, Yes. God really can come in and God's law of adjustment, right. like in your case, it transforms, it transforms the meeting. It. It, transfo- it transforms our efforts. It makes everything effortlessness, ease, and then we can't wait to tell our friends about it. Yeah, and then the good news is the, the
3: same amount of tension we're feeling when we're complaining and we're cut off, that actually means that's how much good God wants yes. to make it rain with good but we're resisting it so hard and Alan Cohen in looking in for number one, this go, This is a book in our, uh, if you go to darylned.com, if you go to our reading list, all the books are there. Yeah. This is by Alan Cohen. He's been on our show before. It's called looking in for number one adventures in uncommon sense. He says energy and happiness have little to do with what is going on around you and a lot to do with what is going on inside you. You can find yourself in ideal conditions and be miserable and you can be in the most adverse conditions and soar. Like, like when you were in the military in the, um, Honolulu, and like some of the things that we all face, you can still soar. Environment and physical yes. factors may influence us, but attitude makes us or breaks us. You may not be able to change your environment, but you can always change your mind. Joy is the wild card of life. It supersedes every other formula for success. If you can find a way to generate joy, you can rise above all external factors. And knowing and trusting, like Daryl did, it's going to be easy. That And capping into this knowing that there is a loving universe that gets our back when we just surrender. And affirm some general, simple statements like, I am worthy of love. I am, I am a, um, an open channel for my good. The good that I seek is seeking me. Like, something that has to detach from the specifics of something yes. that is really worrisome and just... Like, Daryl got into that place where he was just like, you know, what do I got to do? I'll, I'll do anything to feel good. I'll do anything to get yeah, back in the flow. it's
2: absolute surrender. And Mentally. Then boom,
3: boom, boom. Life opened up the path for that to happen naturally. And because, um, like, we talked about this a lot lately. I've been saying it again and again. This stuff works because it's principle. Not because Daryl well, and I say that. It's not an right. act of just will. Like, I'm going to will myself into the positiveness. It's actually about... Surrendering into the positive flow and remembering that these are principles.
2: Well, and it works for everyone. Perfect example. It just happened today. Yeah. I mean, we got I could we have yeah. so many things we Even could talk won't. about on a The great news is the thing we just want to reinforce, mm-hmm. the great truth is as soon as you disengage, I'm telling you, we've experimented yeah. with this millions of times, folks, over 34 years. I can say for myself. Yeah. Doesn't mean I don't always refrain from going for the bait i usually go for the bait and complain yeah. but the good news is god's a forgiving god yeah and as soon as i right release and disengage and say i'm on a vacation from complaining nope we're not going to complain about right. that person right now <laughs> the good happens lord yeah, i
3: gotta say though god like take it even a step further god never forgives because god never That's even right. held it against us That's in right. the first place we got to get into forgiving ourselves and whatever because sometimes right. it's easy to judge myself like why am I still thinking these thoughts why but thoughts have momentum the older they are the longer the, it takes a little more um, focus to keep letting go keep letting go Taking it keep taking a vacation yes. from complaining that's how I was this morning It's it was so loud in my head but I like there, I just had to say I'm taking a vacation from complaining even though yes. it didn't even feel like it almost made sense I didn't even know what I was doing I just kept that going and now here I am so what were
2: you just about well to say? I was good I don't know what I did with that little reading where it talked about no matter what the interruption that comes, you know, this this it's a unity reading and it's called the unity reading. Oh, here it is, the unity reading. This is an old pamphlet, folks. This I probably got in 1986.
1: I'm just uh-huh. showing if you're
2: if you can if you're if you go listening. You got a Facebook Live. You can check it out on our Facebook yeah. fan page. So it says divine love works through you. Yes. And. The key part in this is she, the writer suggests in the morning, you know, instead of because they even say the writer even says we don't wake up always joyful. If that mm-hmm. was the case, we none of us would need any of this stuff. Right. So um, he or she suggests start your day reminding yourself with this affirmation: Divine love through me yes. blesses you. Meaning. I don't do the work. I just stand still and see the demonstration of God working through me. As long as I keep my thoughts on love, I don't have to make things right. I don't have to figure out how I'm going to change this person. I just need to enjoy the thought that God's love, my thought, my belief that God's love is doing the work. That's my part. And that takes stepping out boldly. But But, and that's the only part. My part isn't what am I going to say to them? My part isn't, oh, I should write them a letter. My part isn't thinking, well, how are they going to change? If they say this, I'll say that. Nope. My part is just enjoying the reality or the truth of believing that feeling I get when I'm believing that God's love is doing the magic. Yeah, but how do you know it's God's will for you two to get along? Because God's will is love, harmony. Inclusion. Yeah, it's not. It's not discord and argument and war. Yeah, well,
3: that's why I want to say a uh, the, the, the little bit of a disclaimer, but it's not even. A, it's a claimer, which is you heard what Daryl said. That voice will come up. Yeah. In those moments of worry and complaining or it, that could come in the form of fear. And it will sound like while you're listening to the show and while we're here, it might sound like the most. Of course, I'm going to be able yes. to. But in the moment, in the throes, when all that, <laughs> stuff going, that it literally can sound like. How did I, you know, what were, what was I thinking before? You know, yes. like it, can, it can sort of slip through our fingers, but it's in those moments where you just got to like kind of fall back and just relax into the flow and just trust. Because soon enough, there'll be some evidence of our faith.
2: Okay, so just today, to give you an example, as soon as you release your grip on complaints. Yeah. So uh, Lori, my wife, goes to work uh, around noon. Right, her shift, you know, for right. doing the photography, because that's the best time to be there at the shelter when there's people who could help, and then she edits later on when no one's there. Right. So she goes in a little later, and or sometimes not. So, to not overlap with what Ed and I do here, because it's the same room that Lori has her uh, computer in, she'll go to work early. She knows, okay, right. Thursdays I go to work early. So today she's, and she usually likes to work out early and all this other stuff. So today at around 11 o'clock, she's all made up, all dressed up. She goes, she's telling me, she heard me talking to Ed on the phone. She goes, so what time is Ed getting here? And I go, oh, I know this is, I could feel like. Yeah. There's like a little bit of a misunderstanding like, going on. Or so something. I said, I, I almost didn't want to be honest. Yeah. But I said, two o'clock. She goes, two o'clock? Uh-huh. Are you kidding me? I said, no, why? I could have worked out. He, she goes, I don't have a, she has an appointment to take her car in. Right. She goes, and it's in a total different town than where her work is and right. where we live. Right. So she goes, that's not till two o'clock. What am I going to do? I'm going to go all the way to work. So I said, I said I'm sorry, you're not upset at me. She goes, no, I'm not upset with you. Uh, She's fine. She's like, totally fine. She doesn't hang on to right, it. Right, like, right. So she gets in the car. Yeah. Within 40 minutes, she calls me to tell me, right. you're not going to believe what happened. I go, what? She goes, well, I got there. I'm going, oh, it's 1230. My appointment's not till two. And she's at the car dealership. Right. And the guy at the dealership at the, you know, the what do they call the center where they do the work on your car? At the, um, the maintenance department. Yeah, the maintenance department says, come on in. Right. She goes in. He goes, you know what? You don't need an oil change. You don't even have enough miles. I could do it, but I wouldn't recommend it. Wow. Save the money. But Lori had this, they put this new thing on cars in California, on the new cars, when you brake, the backlight acts like a strobe light, yeah. and supposedly, if you're looking down at your phone or something, it hits right. your subconscious, and you'll you'll notice that strobe light on the car in front right. of you. So hers wasn't working, so it goes, hey, but I could fix that for you. Boom, boom, boom. He's done with that in less than 20 minutes. She's driving works, telling me this whole story. I go, oh my God, this is amazing. That's why you left at that time. And she goes, I know, because if it was at two, yeah. it could have been a different person, or maybe they mm-hmm. wouldn't have been able to fix mm-hmm. that then. Right. I mean, this stuff, it you cannot lose with the stuff we use, as Reverend Ike says. Yeah. But you've got to be willing. Like Lori's quicker to release complaining than I am. But I can tell you, it doesn't matter who you are, whether you're a long hanger on or a quick releaser, God's law of adjustment will engage. The moment we disengage with yeah, our complaint's pulls us back in the flow of It's life. incredible.
3: You know, one of the first things that started to change for me this week when I started letting go of the complaining, it was so funny about my job, because, you know, I can get on a high horse, that's the other thing, and, like, public education, this and that, and there's a lot of other people that think this, but that stuff, like we said, it was just reinforcing the negative. That's right. Once I stopped doing that and let go, all of a sudden I was looking at our um, Blind Bobby Biggs is coming, one of the, is a, is a fan of the show, he's been a guest, I believe, and he wanted to, a link to our Zooms on Saturday, which we've been doing at 2 p.m. Pacific time, and the fir- and I had let go of the complaining, and I realized because of my job for the district, we have an unlimited account on Zoom that we use, yes. which allows us to do that. And because I needed, it was because I'd been praying. It's like that little thing maybe go. There's a lot about my job that I'm overlooking. Yes. It. And my wife goes, Yeah, you got a free hip surgery because when I needed those pins in my hip, yes. My my, my uh, um, medical it, medical benefits from the the district helped that. Um. I started because I was complaining. I was forgetting about all the value that I bring that, that the kids get out of what I do, how much I love it. Today, it struck me there's a, a boy, uh, we were calling him Alfred. That I'll call him Alfred. That comes to my class. He, when he's in his other class all day, he doesn't even engage in the Zoom because he's um, he's on the spectrum and he of autism and he doesn't, it's just a, a tough way for him to learn. But when he comes to my class, he gets engaged. And when Mr. Fazzaro comes to read short stories, he is on the edge of his seat. He's so engaged. He reads along. He, he asks, asks the questions. Best. And I was just thinking, what an amazing thing that we're bringing to this child that I would have overlooked if I was stuck in fear and complaining.
2: Yeah, and I have the best time looking forward to it because I go, ooh, what story am I going to read today? Because I know Simon is yeah. going to read along. That's why Emily Katie
3: said, if we would live the life of real success, real joy, real Christ-likeness, we must keep the current tor- turn to flow from within outward instead of in the opposite direction. When we're complaining, it's like we're trying, it's cutting what off. can I get? And you know, like ah, I need this instead of letting our good and our joy flow through us. And coming up next, ooh, cruise director Matthew Pazzarelli gets the party started with today's daily word, blessed. Thank you for listening to funniest thing on Unity Online Radio. Ooh. Blessed.
0: We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
1: You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing.
2: I hope you enjoyed that break. Welcome back to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. It's Time for a vacation, Ed, That's from complaining.
3: Yes, a vacation from complaining. Low Fillmore in the Prayer Way to Health, Wealth, and Happiness says, We do not need to fear negative words. Rather, we should learn to love constructive words and use them to bring good to ourselves. Instead of being afraid of negative words, we should be courageous as we stand firmly with God and speaking good words, words that create About us, a world that is in accord with the perfect world that He created in the beginning. By the use of creative good words, we can bring the manifestation of God's good world into our life experience. This will be the coming of the kingdom of heaven onto our earth. And I like that because uh, Matthew is going to share with us a little story about how he let go of his fear of negative words and opened up a lot of positive with regards to his boss at work so we got him coming up in a minute to talk about that
2: and speaking of words we love our listeners when they send us words in the form of letters and emails and you could send us an actual letter to funniest thing p.o box 1312 culver city california 90232 or you yeah. could easily email us at Darylnet.com, just one click on the contact form on our website that's right And we love to thank, each week, we love to thank the audio engineer who makes us, who actually holds this whole thing together. He's responsible for us coming back on the air. Yeah, Unity Online Radio. He is Unity Online Radio as far as we're concerned. And that's the audio engineer, Jeff Comfort, because each week he takes us right into the Comfort Zone. Now a shout out to Message of Hope. Now they provide free spiritual materials to those in need, those mean the blind, those who are maybe incarcerated, whatever those are who are in need, the blind community. And you can call them at 866-421-3066. For their services or to see how you can contribute another
3: another phone number that we recommend you keep handy is the prayer line aka silent unity 800 now pray 800-669-7729 and they have a app the letter U, the word pray you pray app which is free at the App Store it is the best way to take a vacation from complaining yes caught in complaining because a lot of times it's coming from fear it can be rooted in ups, anger, resentment, whatever. The, a good way to take a vacation is to call Silent Unity at 800 669 7729 or use the YouPray app to text in a prayer and they will help you unhook. Yes, they
2: instantaneously will wash that complaint right out of, out of your hair. hair.
3: That's right, that's right. And it's uh, um, another thing that helps us let go of complaining is the daily word. If you go to DarylAndEd.com, at the mm-hmm. bottom of our homepage, you can read The Daily Word. It refreshes every day. If you click on it, you can go to da- the TheDailyWord.com and order a copy for yourself. It's a great price. And it's, it's less a, than
2: three cents a day. It's a
3: really um, important part of our morning routine and helping us to get rid of uh, complaining. Because when we see how good life is through the lens that unity and new thought and that was put forth and you know, what Christ in the Bible put forth – it's we'll laugh at ourselves forever complaining, you know, because there's so much good that we miss out on when we complain. And that good will rush in to dissolve any situations we find ourselves in or what have you. And someone who practiced this, this stuff, whenever we talk to him, we always feel better. He's a great friend to Daryl and I. He's a great friend to the show. And his name is Matthew Pazzarelli. How are you,
4: sir? Hello, guys. Boy, it's always great listening with you guys, I have so much fun. Uh, hello, Daryl, and hello, Ed.
2: Well, you know what? Our listeners might not recall the last time you were on our show was right before we took our two-year hiatus. That's right. And yep. it was—you uh, were making your it announcement. A coming out party. It was a coming-out party, right? Because you were—you uh, <laughs> were—you uh, were—you were, you were leaving the witness protection program, right? For a life of freedom with your cat, Indy. That's right. Yes,
4: I was. It's funny you guys said you took your hiatus. I could have started complaining that it was my fault that you guys stopped. <laughs> no, <I was> like, <laughs> oh man. And then I, Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I yeah, so. you know the craziest, the craziest thing about that was. That was right after that I started getting concerned because I had lost money that the uh, the uh, government was giving me a uh, a subsidy of six hundred ninety four dollars right. a month and I and they took that away and uh, that day I was starting to get worried like how am I going to pay my bills what am I going to do and this right. girl Lisa who I'm friends with came and met me like an hour she said don't do anything I'll meet you and I went to, I, I we met, and the first thing she said was, we're going away, because now you have to not be afraid that you signed out. You got to go away. I said, Lisa, I don't think I have the amount that she's, don't worry, would, I'll take care of it. And she said, where do you want to go? <laughs> and we ended up in Key West, and i would traveled more. Wow. Since having less, more than, since having less money than I couldn't travel because I was in the witness program. It was the crazy. It's the craziest thing.
2: That's amazing. Um, it really is yep. inspiring too. And and I think the people listening don't realize how much you really apply this stuff. I mean, you also do a morning routine every morning. I know that because we both talk about it all the time. And then throughout our day, we're both constantly. Aware of when our thoughts are going in the wrong direction right, and trying right. to help each other, direct them back to to faith and yep. hope and, uh, you know, more thoughts of success, prosperity, good health and things working out in miraculous ways.
4: Yes. Um, you know, when I played sports, I was the worst person in practice. I never showed up and I always thought it was boring I was fairly good. So I figured I'm going to start anyway. Right. And the whole key is, for, you know, I, I know how closely related the wonders that happen in my life are to these practices and the actual doing them. Um, so yeah. it's not like I have to love in a sense doing them, but I love the fact that I do do them and I wouldn't miss them for anything. I, I, I feel
2: like I'd be crazy.
4: Uh, Right.
3: Yeah. Oh, I was just Um, saying
2: that this morning. Yep. I I feel the same way. I was saying, I go, I was talking to Stephen Tom Thorpe, who's been a guest on our show. Yes. And I said, Stephen, I can't imagine what I'd be like if I didn't have these tools, if I didn't do a morning routine, because we were both saying, Can you believe what the reading was this morning and this reading? And it was just what I needed to see and this. Quote in this book was exactly what I was thinking about a di- yesterday. Right. I mean, it's amazing how how serendipitous yeah. everything seems to be just by my willingness to do these simple practices. It's like my whole life yeah. gets to be this de- delightful. Yep. Um. I don't, what would you say? Puzzle where you see how it's all.
3: The pieces. Yeah, well, you, re- and we realize that there's like this divine intelligence yes. that's guiding us. Yes. And if we're open to it by practicing it, we open up and become re- receptive to the help that's there, receptive to the gifts that we have inside ourselves, receptive to all sorts of wonderful things that, like Matt said, if we don't practice this stuff, we're not, it's like we're not
2: tuned into it. And and connecting yeah. the dots, it allows me to see where, oh my God, no wonder that didn't happen. Just like this morning with Lori. You know, going to the dealer super early turned out to be a blessing in disguise. Like, nothing, absolutely nothing happens in God's world by mistake. And it's always for our best. (laughs) Matt, I wanted to ask you about that story you
3: told us real quick about how... Okay. Because it goes along with complaining. Because one of the things that's really easy to complain about is work. And and for me, I find that I really... (laughs) I complain a lot when I'm afraid that I'm being judged and how dare they think that about, and I don't even necessarily I did, not that someone even has to say it to me but this a story might get in the back of my head that they're thinking this about me and then I start going oh yeah well I'm well they're this and they're that but you had a a, a thought occurred to you that to do something that many people would never even think to do and you went through with it well you were telling us about it yesterday
4: well, I was driving yesterday and uh, I just started thinking for some strange reason that I um, that my boss and the people I work for, I work for this place called Prana House. It's a wonderful place and they're one, wonderful people. They don't even call me their worker. They call us a team. So all this stuff in my head is gathering up and I'm like, they're not, they're not happy with my performance here. I know they don't like that I'm working right. here, and I. Right. It was the, it was the craziest thing. And I'm driving in my car, and out of nowhere, I get this thought, and I hit the app button to uh, call them because they're in Israel. And I said, we're talk, we're talking on the phone, and we're going over some stuff. And then all of a sudden, I get this thought, and I go, Yair. Are you happy with my performance here? And it was the wildest response. He said, "Um, why, why do you ask me that? And I said, well, the night before and today, I've been thinking about that. And I was wondering, and I was thinking that I'm not doing the best job for you guys. And he said, why did you not ask me before? He said, we're very happy with you. We're really happy. This thing is doing really well and and I couldn't believe it. In one little question, all that negative nonsense in my head was dissipated and destroyed. And I would have never thought to do yes. that if I had to you know? Yeah. Um, it was it was just really great. And you know what's even crazier? The day before I'm sitting in the office
0: uh-huh. and it's
4: really cold in that office. There's something not Right. With um, As a matter of fact, let's just say that it just has a propensity to be very, very cold. Right. This is the day before. So I'm on the phone with Yair again. And I said, Yair, I'm freezing in the office. Do you mind if I buy a a space heater? And he says, yes, go buy one. If there's not enough money on the expense card, we'll add more to it. So... The, the day before he comes through again, all I had to do was ask. I was feeling sorry for myself sitting in the office cold in the mornings. Right. Almost. Right. Almost complaining. Yes. About how cold it was. And, and all I did was ask him and he said yes. And that was less than 24 hours later when I had uh, begun to build up those ridiculous thoughts that I'm not yes. doing well at my job and. And thank goodness, thank God I asked him that question, am I performing, am I doing a good job for you all? And it, if
2: craziest
4: stuff happens to me like that.
2: Well, I think it um, happens to all of us because I'm just listening to this and I could think of several <laughs> examples of my life where the first thought is like, you're know, like, oh, it's freezing in here. Then, then instead of thinking, I should ask them if I could get a heater. I immediately go to, ah, oh, can you believe this? They never fixed the heater. They don't care about right, us. Right. This company's cheap. Right. And I'm making this nightmare up when all God was like, just waiting to hand me a heater, like in your case. Right. All we have to do yeah. is, it's that classic, ask and you will receive. But the problem um, is, I start off a lot of the time too afraid to ask. So right. then I turned it into condemning because yep. I'm afraid to ask. So I'll start condemning rather than asking. Meaning can you know
3: what I mean? I know exactly. That goes with the you can either have your condemnation your or your your condemnation or your demonstration. Or your indignation or, or your but You can't have both. So in your case, you rather than staying in the indignation and the, that condemnation, you just asked and then you got your demonstration because you were because I see it all the time in public education where these stories get written about how dare that parent do that how dare that and instead of anyone being but when the parents around no one really asks them like how are you feeling what's really going on so it just because for some reason I think because we don't know we don't realize how worthy we are and how amazing we are we just it's easier to just go on complaining than just face it and just say like you did. Do you think I'm doing a good job? What's really going on here? Because it always turns out to be something totally different than what our
2: our fearful mind and our complaining mind is saying. Fear is always a liar. Yes. But I think it's real when it's talking with its big mouth in my head. (laughs) Yeah. That's right. That's right. Can
4: I? Yes. Can can I say something else, too, in regards to that? All right. I took a second job at this new place that I just mentioned, right? And. I've been working since July 27th, I took off two days. Right. Now, here's the crazy thing, it has not been over, I have not been tired, I'm enjoying the work, it's been wow. easy, right? And then all of a sudden, I'm starting to tell myself there's something wrong because it's too easy.
2: Right.
4: <laughs> yes, yes,
2: yes, that's another crazy trick my mind, that's like the devil's last ditch that my mind's do Wait a minute. This is probably too good to be true. And I'll tell yeah. you what, the guy who was my mentor, because I used to say that a lot. I used to go, Mike, I don't know. This is too easy. This feels too good. I think something's wrong here. He'd go, Daryl. He would like say it like he'd be almost upset with me. Daryl, nothing is too good to be true. Yep. Nothing. Exactly. Is too- You're living God's will. Just instead when- of worrying about it being too good, why don't you just say, Oh my god, I never lived like this before.
4: Yeah. Thank
2: you, God. I didn't know my life could be like this. Yes. This is incredible. Yes. Because when we do that, our life gets even more prosperous yeah. and more effortless and more joyful. Yes. And and the effort, if you look at it, you could think that it's it's a
4: gigantic effort because I do show up. I mean, we do show up every day. We do our thing. It is yes. it is a bunch of Actual effort and force that you got to walk through, yeah. but when you love something and it's right, of course it's got to be easy. God's never, never hard. Um,
2: well, compl- compl- complaining made. That- com- well, and I was going to say, complaining made even the mo- the simplest things I had to do a burden. That's right. You know, and also
3: that's why spirit this, whether it's Christianity or new thought or Buddhist, whatever you're in but that's why these teachings they they wait like buddha said are when they said are you a god or whatever and he said something effective. the effect of I, I i'm awake i'm not a god i'm awake we all have to wake up from these stories that we have in our head that are telling us no it's supposed to be hard no if you're not working hard enough like you're going to be punished or you're not going to you're not deserving of it and that's what's so crazy. That's the biggest lie. That's right. That's why the mental part wow. of this and retraining our mind to be receptive to the good and to accept the good and to allow it to flow and to allow our own worth to flow. It sounds like, oh, that's so easy. Once I see it once, I'll never forget it. But we keep, <laughs> we're, we're have to keep waking up from the hypnotism of our minds that keeps
2: telling us these other stories. Well, because the lie that hard work is virtuous. Right. And look at him. And, and this this negative chatter yeah. of people condemning wealthy people be, just because they're wealthy right. by saying, they got it easy, they don't deserve it. Right. Well, the reason that you feel your life is harder, my I feel my life is hard is because I'm condemning and complaining. That's right, that's right. Those
3: wealthy people yeah.
2: are condemning and complaining yeah. in
3: areas where I'm condemning and complaining. Yeah, several great teachers teach that. like. Yeah. The ocean is infinite, but do we bring a thimble to the ocean to receive or do we bring a, a bucket? Do we bring a whole swimming pool? Whatever vessel, which is our willingness to receive, however big that that's is, it. that's what we can receive. And that's why we have to learn to play our own game, meaning our, really take responsibility for our own thoughts and be yes. willing, even if, no, even if it seems like everyone around us is complaining or whatever. <gasps> To be willing to be the one to just be so simple to let it be good.
2: You know what's been helping me? It was a Buddhist cone in that little book I have mm-hmm. in the restroom here, because right. I have to have these books everywhere. Yeah. So, and it says, maintain your joy and peace even among the miserable. Yeah. Even among the complainers. Don't shrink down to them. Right. And Jesus says, keep your light glowing in spite of the grumblers because. They'll rise up to your light. That's like
3: Lowell Fillmore says, don't bother getting even because what getting even means is bringing your level down to their level. That's right. That's what getting even is. And we don't want to do that. We want to soar. And speaking of that, time is flying, Matt. Can you please read the Daily Word for us? Because we have to get rolling.
4: we got to a bunch That's of right. stuff to wrap up the show here. Absolutely. Okay. Thursday, October 1st, 2020. Blessed. I am blessed. Growing up, my family blessed the food that we were about to eat and all the people who made the meal possible. As a child, I blessed my family and friends as I said my bedtime prayers. I understood even then that blessing has a magnetic quality. As I bless my day, my family and my friends, and all that is encouraging or promising in my life, I attract even more good. Living with the awareness of being blessed means I choose to begin and end each day acknowledging my good fortune. I take time to express gratitude to others, to life, and to God for all the extraordinary good in my life. I am truly blessed. So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I propose and succeed in the thing for which I sent it. Isaiah 55, 11.
2: Wonderful. Our word is our wand. And if we complain, it's going to bring back more things to complain about, just like that Bible verse said. But on the other hand, if we appreciate and bless what we have, it's going to bring back more for us to bless and appreciate.
3: That's right. And we appreciate you, Matt. Thank you for joining us on the show today. Thank both of you. Uh, I had a great time. Why don't you listen in to the end? We got a great little story. Yeah, we got this from TMZ. It's it's from your past. sure it's true. No, we haven't confirmed it yet. But it says, we all know that Matt loves cats. That's true. Well, a police officer pulled Matt over in his car and noticed an exotic Siberian lynx in the front seat. The officer exclaimed, What are you doing with that Siberian lynx? You should take it to the zoo. The following week the same policeman saw Matt with the same cat in his front seat while stopped at a traffic light. This time both of them were wearing sunglasses. Wow. The police officer pulled him over. I thought you were going to take that cat to the zoo. Matt
2: excitedly replied. I did. We had such a good time. We're going to the beach this weekend. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, speaking of cats, Enzo, the
2: FedEx feline. Oh, what is the cat dragon? We've got a
3: great story from Sienna Ollier from France, who's actually going to be the guest on the show that's uh, called uh, Escape from Alcatraz.
2: Take your time reading this one, because this is a good
3: one. She says, hello, I have a story for you. For a few months now, I have had problems sleeping. When I go to bed, I get a stuffy nose. I can't breathe properly, which wakes me up and gives me real headaches. I went to the doctor, made a lot of exams, and we found nothing. There's no explanation for that. So yesterday I had to go to a specialist. This guy was just plainly awful. He received me for five minutes, grumbling all the time. I was so tired by all those sleepless nights and felt so humiliated by this behavior that I left his office crying. I don't understand. I meditate. I treat. I try to be positive, and I'm still surrounded by aggressive people. My husband, who is new to Unity Concepts, tried his best answer. Don't worry. Who knows what God can happen from that? And he offered me to get some ice cream. Just near the ice cream shop, we saw some people trying to sell books at two euros each. As you know, I just can't resist books. So I went to take a look at the boxes. Imagine my surprise when I found no less than five books
2: from Emmett Fox and Joseph Murphy in French. That is, first of all, just finding five books of Emmett Fox yes. and Joseph Murphy for used sale anywhere is a miracle, right. let
3: alone in French. Because Sienna had told us recently that she couldn't find these books in, Fran, in French. So um, she says, I can read English, um, and most of the time – let's see. Oh, let's see here. Those books are much more expensive, and most of the time it's very hard to find them in French. I can read English, but it's frustrating to not be able to share them. Even funnier, I was going to buy two of them the day before from Amazon at more than 30 euros each. Can you believe this? But left the cart in case I find something else interesting to add. I still haven't found what is happening with my nose, but I'm clearly divinely taken care of. Um, so that's a great story. Yeah, and, and, that,
2: it, yeah, go ahead. and just these positive thoughts are going to clear up whatever's going
3: on anyway. Right. And Blind Bobby Biggs dropped us a line. So good to hear from him again, and after so long. And he said that uh, he wants to come to the Zoom meeting. And this is—he's stepping out boldly. He's going to go um, skydiving. He's blind. He is and blind. He's going to be jumping from thirteen thousand five hundred feet. He's so glad we're back. This is so awesome. We love you, Ace. Hopefully we will um, see you on Saturday, um, and maybe you'll come on the show again soon.
2: Oh, look at Whoa. it! Whoa, it's
3: my old girlfriends. The Go-Go's. What Hi do you guys? got for us? Oh, we want to sing one of our
2: songs. It goes great with your show.
3: You know this show's about taking a vacation from uh, complaining, right?
2: Yes, the original lyrics go like this. You ready, girls? Let's go. Vacation, all I ever wanted from complaining had
3: to get away vacation had to leave my gripes
2: alone visit DarylNet.com to find everything we do and once again thank you for being a part of funniest thing with Daryl on on unity best best online message, radio November,
3: we love you vacation, vacation all i ever wanted from complaining had to get away vacation had to leave my gripes alone